Hey guys, I just want to take a moment to thank today's sponsor. Sponsor for today's episode is Anchor. If you haven't heard about Anchor, it's the easiest way to make a podcast. First of all, it's free, and there's creation tools that allow you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone or computer. Anchor will even distribute your podcast for you, so it can be heard on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and many more. You can make money from your podcast with no minimum listenership, and it's everything you need to make a podcast in one place. That's where this podcast was made, and maybe that'll be where your podcast will be made. Download the free Anchor app or go to Anchor FM to get started. Good morning, at least if you're listening to it in the morning. Maybe it's the afternoon, maybe it's the evening. Thank you for tuning in. This is Michael Assetti, your host. Today we're just going to talk about a quick story. Sometimes I like to share the experiences that I've had. Maybe it'll help you. Or maybe you'll email me and say that was a stupid thing I did, and then I should have done something else. And then I'll learn from it. But what I wanted to specifically talk about was I had this dog who got very, very excited about other dogs. And that was the initial problem that they came in for. We had worked through that, didn't really have a problem with other dogs anymore. But the owner had a problem when the dog would go to eat, it would rush forward and growl. As it got to the food bowl, we had already determined that the dog was not aggressive. So you could stand there, you could stop it from eating, it had no problem with that. But it just huffed as it went towards the food bowl. It just gave out this like battle cry almost. And the owner was really nervous and concerned about it and, and didn't know what to do. Now, this isn't an obedience problem, right? We could stop the dog at any moment. We could say, sit, you know, sit. It would do it. It had no problem. On its way to the food, we could recall it away. So what's going on here? After trying and testing, I figured out that it was most likely just a superstitious behavior. He was so excited, and when he got excited, he huffed at it, and then he got rewarded when he got to the food. So what we decided to do was work on a little bit of extinction. So I held him from the leash with a harness, and I was able to stop him if he huffed when he got to the food. So we started with 10 feet. We added to plenty of distance, and he was in a perfect sit. We did some obedience first, so it wasn't a matter of just being overly excited. He was nice and calm. He was collected. He was attentive. He was listening. She told him to go get it. As he rushed forward, he huffed. He let out this battle cry, and I stopped him. I pulled him back, and we reset. Now, this is frustrating to him because he's like, what the hell? I want to get my food. That is stressful to a dog. And we're relying off extinction. We're just going to do this until he doesn't huff anymore. So it took about three tries. And then finally, he didn't huff as he went for it and he was able to go eat. And so we did it again and again and again. And we're starting to build in this new behavior that doesn't include the huffing. So he probably did it 20 times in a row. End of our session comes up. We're talking about scheduling. And he's sitting there minding his own business. Mistakenly, we left the bowl on the floor. Out of nowhere, he huffs, he runs around, and he gets to the bowl. Now, there were no treats in the bowl. So one might say that he didn't get rewarded for it, which is good but still practicing the bad behavior with the possibility of getting to the bowl and getting a treat or his food. 
just rubbed me the wrong way. So we had a moment or two before my next lesson was coming in. And so I just redid it, and he didn't huff again. So I said, okay. So I told her, go home, practice this, do it over and over. And she came back, and she said it happens intermittently. Sometimes he huffs, sometimes he doesn't. That is a perfect example of a variable reward schedule. Perfect, perfect example of a variable reward schedule, which we're going to get into in another podcast. But when you're recognizing something like this in your training, when you're seeing, man, this just keeps creeping up ever so often. And if it gets rewarded, it's going to stay in play. This dog figured out that if it waited just enough or it tried just so many times, it was going to get what it wanted regardless of how it acted. And so we just need to combat that. Now, variable reward schedule helps us and hurts us, right? Think about the dog that's jumping on the owner when they come in. If it only, excuse me, if it only jumps up on one of the owners, it still might try to jump up on the other six. But if nobody rewards it, it'll go into extinction. But if every so often somebody rewards it, now we got a perpetual problem. You can do the same for behavior when you're trying to train something that you want to be perpetually in motion, right? So if you're you're wanting them to do a better sit and you reward them every five sits, every 10 sits, every 20 sits, now they're going to do 20 sits before they get what they want and you've strengthened the behavior. That's my two cents for the day as it relates to variable reward schedule. Thank you for listening.